Of course it's about the fucking film. That's what it, where have you guys been for the past three weeks? That's all I've been working on. Okay. Panama, Costa Rica, New York. <laughs> you get you get a minute. Go. Vent. I get a minute yep, to you vent? Get, you get a minute to condense all your all your troubles into yeah. You've already wasted five seconds. Yeah, so this is go. not this is already going. Yeah. Scrotum. <laughs> oh, okay. Incredible. Excellent. That's how you that's how you open this. <laughs> that's a hell of a story, Jay. Take it away, Jason. <laughs> this is the Enemy Slime Podcast episode thirty. And I'm Jason. I'm here with Jared. Yes. And Lucio. Hey. He's come back from the wilderness. I have. Yes. I have. And Jay is here also. Barely. Well, barely, because he's trying to kill his cat. And also, we have another guest, who's another artist. Because artists love us, apparently, because I don't know why. Someone else can explain what's going on here. An injection of of female excitement into the podcast once more. Getting getting all the chromosomes to weigh in on, on all of our troubles. Uh... Feli, you, uh, I think, like I said, the, the, you're probably most well known right now for your your recent interaction with Naughty Dog. I, I would assume. I don't know if there's some mm-hmm. some work that you think is more high profile at the moment, but um, I can't really talk about it since NDAs and all that stuff. But uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm at a pretty um, important point in my life regarding my my career and what I want to do with my life. Yeah, absolutely. Which is concept art. So yeah, I mean the latest uh, big thing for me was probably the Naughty Dog thing. So the you, thing. you you had entered some some art that you drew into a, a contest, wasn't that right? And then uh, the, I think they let didn't they let the voice actors pick the oh yeah uh, winners? And yours was uh, Ashley Johnson, I think, who who plays Ellie. Was it was her choice, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was a huge honor for me. I kept fangirling at her on Twitter <laughs> for a while. Yeah, it was <laughs> amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and then I assume, I mean, we all want to make sure that we, we uh, you know, plug everything that we can. You, do you, you keep up to date on a, on a deviant art, I'm, I'm guessing, or? Yes, I mean, I used to um, update my deviant art a lot. Now I just kind of moved to Tumblr, okay. which is not, wasn't really a good idea because at first my Tumblr was supposed to be a professional space and now it's just like a personal bunch of bullshit not, that yeah. no should be around ever. Don't go on my well, Tumblr. Please don't that's go. That's what happens. That's what, that's what social media is for. To tell people too much information. I was going to ask if you if you wanted to give us the URL for the Tumblr, but maybe not. I can uh, I can't. Just don't 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 judge me <laughs> while on podcast. Okay, just don't. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's too late. I already follow you. So, so if I wanted to see unprofessional stuff from from you, um, oh yeah, you can go right there, and you'll be man. It's well, dumb. I don't know if that's possible because from what I saw, it looks like you you basically are making like disney quality stills so i don't know if you could possibly be unprofessional at this point oh i mean if you click on my art okay yes you you may find something worthy just don't look at the personal stuff because you're gonna run away for the hills (laughs) all right let me let me ask how long have you been um basically doing art how long have you been working on that stuff on art like generally drawing or yeah generally when 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 did uh you first pick it up let's say um I think, I'd say I've been drawing all my life. I just, I never really got serious to it until tur- un- until I turned around um, 15 or so. That's when I started um, doing commissions and, you know, actually getting paid for my work. It started off in, in DeviantArt. I, I just took commissions from people 
uh, lots of anime stuff back in the day, which I'm not proud of, <laughs> but it was what it was. And people commissioned me a lot of that. And then uh, I actually got into a character design curse and an animation curse and a background design curse in 2012. And that's when I kind of really decided, okay, yes, this is what I want to do. I want to make characters and I want to make characters for video games or movies. And after that, um, like I said, uh, I started putting out my work uh, on the internet and people started catching up on it. And I started making contacts with companies I was very fond of. And here we are. Now I'm studying concept art. And um, if everything goes well, I'll be moving to California soon enough to you know, nice. actually do what I want to do. Very um, nice. Yeah, that is very cool. So you would say you've been working about, uh, let's see, you said since you were 15. How old are you now? I'm 20. Okay, so about uh, five years then, five or six years. I mean, it's very five years, good. Yeah, since I got kind of serious with it. But drawing, I've been drawing most of my life. I mean, it's very good. I was in, I was impressed. Apparently, um, I was impressed with your artwork a long time ago, and I I, I put Lucio onto you. Really? Uh, and yeah. I completely I completely forgot because <laughs> my 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 brain is completely broken. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan. So <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. That's that's really yeah. nice. Yeah. All right. Well, enough, enough swooning. Um, but but I, I should I should comment though to to uh, to be doing something that you that you really love doing and to be looking at the prospect of, you know, transitioning to friggin' California, uh, at, at the age of 20 is pretty damn impressive. So, uh, you know, congratulations to you. And I, I think we all are, uh, really impressed with, with the work that you do. So, um, you know. and, and when you are able to talk, when that NDA expires, we'll love to have you back so you can talk about yeah, it. Yeah. We would definitely like to hear more about it and I'm, what you're doing and all that. I'd actually like for you to break the NDA now. Um, <laughs> Of course you would. I want to really badly, but no, there's like 50k on my head if I do. Yeah. Those are, Boy, we're, those we're are also old and unaccomplished. Well, uh, speak for yourself, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lucio just gets flown around around the world on private jets. Yeah, so. that's only where he's been for the past month. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's uh, for the past month. Do I have to list it or? What? Yeah, give I mean, give us all to. give us all the countries. Go Costa Rica, yeah, go ahead, go Costa ahead. Rica, Panama, Colombia, Brazil, Bananarama, uh, Bananarama, yeah. <laughs> Did you go to yeah, Honduras? Not yet. Are you going to Honduras? Yes. Sweet. Probably in July. When I was a little kid, we had uh, we had like a. Uh, in sixth grade, we had a Halloween thing where you couldn't dress up as a as a costume that you wanted. You were instead assigned a country, and you had to dress like the person from that country. And I got Honduras, and I don't know if you know what a Honduran looks like. Um, I live in Miami, man. I didn't either, and it turns out they probably just look a lot like normal people. So, right. So, did you have anyone that had to dress up as Africa? Uh, yeah, I'm sure we did. I I look back on this, and I can't. I can't help but imagine that it must have been incredibly unintentionally racist. Well, you just dressed up as a rapper. Just like across the board. Oh, my God. 50 Cent. It, it's it's okay. I am African-American, yeah, so I'm allowed to say these things. Jay's our black guy, so we can... Yeah. we can. It, you Jay's have black guy. carte blanche. <laughs> Whatever yeah. you want to say. Um, okay, so video games. Let's discuss that. I was particularly... Uh, this is kind of a little firestorm that I've just been watching spin around all day uh yeah. you guys heard about ubisoft 
And uh, uh, I haven't heard about anything because I've been locked in a lab for the past 13 hours. So in the UK, they held a Watchdogs uh, preview event. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody had the bright idea of for every journalist that attended the event, they sent them home with a Nexus 7 tablet. Just oh, went ahead and just went oh. ahead and gave them one. Why? Why, why, why wasn't I there? Jim? Yeah, well, yeah, that's what. what I there? Yeah, where where are our tablets? Surely, <laughs> exactly. We're supposed Sometimes to be. I think I'm on the wrong side of the industry. We're, <laughs> we're supposed to be totally, decrying totally. this. We need to be saying how you awful this a, is. You've got a good a free, a free tablet to continue your work with. Oh my god, guys. If we're going to be fucking reputable, the first thing that you have to say is that's horrible, not I want a tablet. <laughs> oh, I want a tablet. <laughs> I mean, that, I, seems, that I, just seems really nice. Everyone wants stuff. Give, yeah, exactly. Give, it's it's human stuff. nature. We'll take it. So, so obviously, uh, uh, th- there's there's some obvious correlation here. That you know, you're going to a, a press event to look at uh, an early preview of the game, and uh, and you're walking away with a tablet that I don't even. Nobody's really explained why. Like, I don't know if there was some app that they had on the, t- or, or did they just give tablets? Like, it, it, it's kind of a bizarre thing to just uh, you know, hey, come look at my game. Oh, and before you go, uh, you know, here's a here's a MacBook Pro. I want you to take that with you too. And uh, I hope that just a little souvenir. Yeah, just a little souvenir. You want an island, a car. I don't playing? want that to change your opinion on the game at all. They're separate. This is a gift from me to you. It wouldn't, well, it wouldn't change my opinion of the game because you know I keep it real. But yeah, I'll yeah, still take their free shit. Well, but, but doesn't Oprah do this exact same thing? Well, yeah, she does. Shit about it. <laughs> not to, not to get a score from anybody. That's right, that, that's the presumption, right? So I, I can't believe that anybody could look at this and not see what the general public is going to see uh, after this event takes place. So this um, is this is actually crushing news for me because I also found out I was supposed to get a free HD cam this week oh, as well. For God's sake! So I I didn't get a tablet for my journalism job. And I didn't get an HD cam for my film job, and I'm like. Just cheated out of thousands of dollars of free stuff right here. <laughs> you know what? What a tragedy to befall you. Um, it is a tragedy. The, the cherry, the cherry on top of this is that uh, so Ubisoft UK goes onto Twitter and uh, they posted a tweet. It says at a recent Watch Dogs event, some media were given tablets as gifts. This was not in line with our PR policies. Apologies for any confusion. Wait, how is that not in line with your PR problem? Did, did they not know someone went out there and bought the tablets to give to the press? Well, well that's what I'm saying. Someone has you know, a huge stack of Nexus 7s, and you know what, what are they doing with it? You know what? I, I would believe that they maybe don't, because when companies do this kind of thing, usually it takes them a few months to be able to recognize what's coming out of the account. Okay. I mean, oh, that's fair. I, I think that's I think that's fair. It's it's quite possible yeah. that someone went out with a company card, purchased all this stuff, and you know nobody's going to catch it until the following month's expense report, where they're going to be like, "What the hell is this? Uh, you know, two thousand dollar bill mm-hmm. uh, that you put exactly. on here?" They're they're not super expensive tablets. I mean, they're just they're they're like a hundred and fifty, I think, on on Newegg right now. So they're you know it wasn't a a, a massive bribe, but it certainly it, it it rings of bribery to some degree. I, I think I give it to my cat. Here's what I found interesting reading the website today, that um. Squaresoft laid off its India employees. Yep. Its mobile company. Was this supposed to be bad news? It's not bad news. It's just news. I found it interesting interesting because a while ago, Squaresoft uh, said that they were going to go back to doing JRPGs. And I think this is part of that. Right, because they, they haven't done that at all for the past decade or so. 
Well, instead of, you know, they're trying good, to make JRPGs. Final Fantasy into an action game, they're going to try to make it into a Final Fantasy game. And then not name the Final Fantasy games very default. Right. It's that's a, what I just want about. Kingdom Hearts 3. That's all I care about. <laughs> See, that's what everyone wants. Everyone wants Kingdom Hearts 3. That's all I've been waiting for ears. God. Square is yeah. <laughs> a great example, though, of a company oh. that has so many things that people, like, very clearly would pay a bunch of money for and then they you know actively refuse do to yeah uh, release i mean there's, there's, a, there's a ton of shit there is uh chrono, there's break. chrono trigger chrono trigger yeah chrono break we want to well they already gave up xenogears they already fucked that up um you know well here's the thing anything Guys, they do bring back is terrible like parasite eve you forgot final fantasy 7 2 uh i did not forget final fantasy they're just severus my friend when will that come out uh no no <laughs> There was, uh, was Dirge of Cerberus, and there was one other one too, wasn't there? With, uh, yeah, with Zach. Uh, yeah, there was one with Zach. Oh, right, uh, was Crisis with Zach, Four. Was the one. There you go. Oh god, this is exhausting. Just having this conversation. Just, just thinking about it kind of hurts a little bit. <laughs> it's yeah. like the Half Life Three of Square Enix. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, because they're stretching Kingdom Hearts out too. The last one was Kingdom. Oh Hearts. Oh my god, don't don't even get me started on Kingdom Hearts. Like, I played the console games, you know, Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts Two. Yeah. And then the million and a half little side uh, spin-off games they, they <laughs> released for like every single little mobile console you can imagine. No. Yeah. Just, well, so it's already it's already impressive if you played Kingdom Hearts one and two and actually understood what was happening in I, two because I, I I found a guide that broke down everything. Well, I did understand what ha- was happening in two. I understood. Yeah, but you had to read like a wiki before it no, made I, any I, sense. Yeah, that's what I had to do. Because it's, look, in Kingdom Hearts 2, right, they tell you the entire story of Kingdom Hearts 2 in one hour. In the first hour of the game, they tell you the entire story. And then they repeat it, every single beat of that story, Kingdom Hearts 2. It's just the same shit. It's, uh, it's let's see, Roxas is Zora, and uh, uh, what's her face? Blondie is the other chick. Blondie? <laughs> Naminé? That's, that's her. Naminé is uh, 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 whatever. Okay, it's been a while I, since I played. I, no, but... I feel I hear you. <laughs> But it, I, it's been a while since I played, but uh, all I know is I was just incredibly bored playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts 2. I wanted to, to get back to the story, and then it did, and then it was just telling me the same stuff I kind of already knew. Boy, they've gotten they've gotten so good at titles, though, because like, you got Kingdom Hearts, you got Chain of Memories. Okay, interesting title. Yeah. You have Birth by Sleep. Okay, kind of boring title. Then we get 358 slash 2 Days. That's a... <laughs> Now and then they gonna, go downhill, which is, which is surprisingly <laughs> tragic and dark. And let's but, uh, and let's not forget Dream Drop Distance. I actually like Dream Drop Drop Distance. That's the first <laughs> one I liked since two. I don't think I I've, a, I haven't played any of these except for Chain of Memories well, and I got and the main I got two. I got I got Dream Drop Distance because I was stuck kind of in the middle of nowhere in Atlanta, and um, you know I had just gotten a 3ds and I really wanted a game to play and that was like the only thing out, and it was it was a very decent game from Square. Was it? It was. That's a high compliment for Square these days. Um, but yeah. Now, where does so, it... And, and the thing is, is they all fit differently in the chronology. So, like, the PSP one so is a prequel before anything. So, yeah, the PSP is the prequel before anything. That's that's Birth by Sleep is the prequel. And then it's Kingdom Hearts. Um, then it's and 358 Days. No, Chain, of Memories, Chain of Memories is around the same time as 358 days because roxas can't happen 
Oh my god, I can't I can't believe we're doing this. We can't we can't do this. Until, until Zora becomes an old, uh, no, heartless. I actively I actively reject so, having any Spot- more of this conversation. <laughs> the podcast has just come to a screen. Nobody. If you if- uh, so three hundred and sixty-five days kind of happening during Chain of Memories. And then Kingdom Hearts. What's gonna and happen? What's gonna happen in Dream Fantasy Burrito or whatever? Uh, that's the one where King Mickey comes back. Uh, but you find out all this time he wasn't actually King Mickey. Oh, he was Bugs Bunny. Right, right. And then we break into the WB inclusion, right. and exactly. uh, and uh, uh, Donald and Goofy are replaced by Roadrunner and uh, that frog that's dead but comes to life when no one's looking. Probably the so, the best RPG companion you could have. Oh, that so, so could no, actually happen and be canon, and I wouldn't be surprised by it at this point. So I'd, I'd even probably never. I'd probably be a so, little okay with it because it would it would make just as much sense as it would. Remember, Disney. guys, uh, Disney owns Marvel now. So how long? Oh, oh, oh we can have Spider Man in the next. Guys, the you can have on. you can have Star Wars in there too. So sorry, oh, oh, oh man, light, light, lightsaber keyblades. Yeah, it's like a really terrible fan fiction. It's it's good. Oh, <laughs> right. Here's the thing with Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is the only series that people don't immediately turn away from in disgust. Like, they see it and they go, eh. But it's not like Final Fantasy where it's like, no, get that shit out of my face. So they're going to keep doing them until it becomes the same thing. Now, they have other games. I want to see another The World Ends With You. Oh, my God, yes. That was, like, the best thing Square Enix has done in a long time. Ah. I don't. I don't think I ever beat that one. I just. I yeah, remember, I didn't get to play that one. I just heard really good things it, about it. It hurt my brain too it much. It is really good. It is really good. I didn't. I didn't like the two screens. I'm not smart enough to, to handle stuff like that. Let me put it like this: It almost got me fired. That's all I have to say. Because because yeah. you did it at work or something. Of course. I see. I I did that. I I but only I wasn't at work. I was in high school. And I would sneak my game way in and almost got fired because of that from high school. All right, so let's talk talk about a video game I want to play. I'm super curious about Infamous because I am a huge Infamous fan. I do not have a PlayStation 4, and I'm going to sit here and stew in jealousy. So um, I'll let let her speak on it a little bit, too. But uh, I think... um, So keep in mind, I I didn't play Infamous 2. Um, mm-hmm. I did. I did go out and watch like some YouTube videos and get caught up on the ending and all that good stuff. I did play Infamous One, and uh, it never really grabbed me enough that I finished it or anything like that. So I'm not a big Infamous dude. Um, and so far, my impression of Second Son. I just got into like the second half of the game. I unlocked my neon powers, and uh, I've been running around with that for a little while. Um, okay, so that's new. Because there is no such thing as neon powers in the game. Well, um, I'll just say this to summarize: I think it's very, very fun. I, I think it's a really fun game to play. Um, but I just, I, I don't know so much about like the plot and the characters. I'm not super crazy about Delson. I, I don't really know how to describe it. There's something he feels like what a boardroom full of old men think like youth are like. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I I just I, I can't. He his his graffiti, like you know, you you fight the man, you fight the power by by spraying uh, graffiti on the wall, like Banksy kind of. And they do this right. they do this really cool thing where you turn your your uh, your controller sideways and then you you know shake it like a spray can and then you actually pull the trigger with your finger to to spray the paint on the wall and everything. And um, it, it's kind of a neat distraction, but I don't know. There's just something. 
there's something about like it's it's all stencil graffiti, so you're just coloring in just, the lines you, and you just can't connect to this generation. You I guess I guess that's what I'm saying is I'm saying I'm old, and this guy likes bands I've never heard of, and uh, likes bands. He likes bands. <laughs> <laughs> Good throwback there. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Continue. Uh, and so yeah, I I don't know. He's just he's kind of goofy, and uh, like every time he smiles, I just want to hit him in the face. Uh, but other than that, it's a it's like the game itself is very very fun. I love flying around and uh, you know just jumping up buildings and shit. Like that's that's a great time. I I can always you can make probably any crappy game you want, and if you include those elements, I'm good. Like you know, crack- oh, yeah, like 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 prototype. I, I always think of Crackdown. Like Crackdown is a game that is so not very good, but you can jump really really high, and that's enough. Yeah, Saints Row. So, I agree with that. When I was younger, I wouldn't play a game if it didn't have a jump option. I'm not even kidding. I passed <laughs> up on so many games as a kid because you couldn't jump in them. What All does the it hell that? You when you can't jump, it's like I, that always that always bothers me. Every time I feel I constrained. I need to jump. Like Tomb Raider, I just jumped my way through the entire game. Like I'm jumping, and I was content. You know, I was happy with it. I want that in games. I want to jump. God, right. and, and her jump in Tomb Raider feels so good. Like that's that is like jump of the decade right there. That's jump right there. I agree. It's it's ridiculous, and I, I, that someone probably might think that I'm not being serious when I say I'm, I'm being dead serious. Like that. Oh, I, I know you're being that, serious. That jump feels so good. <laughs> controls so well in Tomb Raider. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, jumping up that mountain at the very end of the game. That's like the best moment for me right there. Yeah, that was pretty epic. So anyway, that has nothing to do with Infamous. Uh, it, I mean, sure it does because you're, you're everyone's got free running these days, and everyone's got jumping. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, I wouldn't even really say that you're free running at any point in, in Infamous. I mean, you run up a building, but you're not like you're not climbing. Yeah, it's not anything really. Or... It's not any Assassin's Creed type of free running, which I thought mm-hmm. they would improve on um, from previous oh. games because it always like the climbing. It was it wasn't so much climbing as it was like little jumps and grabbing on ledges and jumping again. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, they didn't really change that or improve that much in the that's, new one. And so that's one thing where I don't I don't know if this is how it, it always is for the series, but I feel really vertically challenged in the sense of like, if I'm on a building and I want to jump to another building that's the same height or slightly higher, um, it doesn't feel like you know, you don't have a double jump or anything like that. Like you can, you can jump and then hold the button again to kind of glide, but you're always descending. And so, um, neon obviously remedied that problem quite a bit, but I, I, I always felt like there were a lot of jumps where I'm like, I should be able to make this. And what, what is neon? Neon is, uh, you absorb the power from neon lights. So I, I guess I should start with, uh, Delson's, uh, big draw is that, uh, unlike conduits from the previous games who just have a power and that's that, um, he can absorb the powers of other conduits. So er- early on, you meet a guy who has the power of smoke, and so you absorb his smoke powers. And then later on, you meet somebody who has a power that's uh, this like bright neon, uh, kind of like bullet, you know, looking thing. And uh, you absorb that from her, and it-, it lets you run super fast. And I guess I kind of spoiled it a little bit by saying it's a her, but you'll, you'll get over it. So, yeah, I, I haven't beaten it yet, so I can't ruin the ending ending, but um, I, I like it a lot. It's, like I said, the characters are kind of, eh, but everything else has come together pretty good for me. Uh, Seattle feels really small, might be my other complaint. Like, you open up the map, and it, it, there's not a lot going on, it feels like. Uh, After that, GTA 5. 
Maybe. And I mean, the world's just uh, when you're actually in the world, just running around, you won't think about how small it is. Like, I don't find myself, you know, running into the same parts of town and stuff like that. But uh, just every time I pull up the map, I'm a little disappointed because I've I'm probably only been playing for like four hours or so, and I feel like I'm already about halfway through the game. Oh wow! And I mean, to, probably doing everything that. To be fair, Infamous was never about huge maps, though. Yeah, and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying that's that's a fault because I I understand that like you know I I would rather have a small compact game that does everything really well than than a, a giant game you know i mean grand theft auto 5 yeah there was a huge map but how much of that is just empty desert not as much as san andreas but yes yeah well it's the same same kind of thing that i'm talking about you know i get what you mean and i agree actually um actually just cause 2 was one of my big complaints because it was an enormous map and then everything like you, you started a a mission on the right hand corner and it had you going all the way down to the bottom left hand corner and that just killed the game for me yeah, so, Just Cause is a good example of, you know, like I said, big map, but only like 10 things to do. Mm-hmm. And this this has a little bit of that feeling. There's, there are a lot of side missions, but I'm at the point where they're all kind of starting to repeat themselves. And um, right. uh, some of them are better than others. Like if you get the limited edition, you get the side mission that talks about coal uh, quite a bit. But it, it, they're, they're just not particularly good missions. There's kind of beat up this guy and then listen to an audio log that's too bad it sounds it sounds like i I mean i don't know because i haven't played it It sounds like a little bit of a backslide from infamous 2 which i thought was a great game i uh, I really wouldn't be i I wouldn't feel comfortable saying that i do you did you play any others in the series feli yeah i played all three games so would you would you say that it's a an evolution or would you say that it's a it's kind of going back a little bit i'll be perfectly honest um the first game is actually my favorite one out of the three games? Get get out. No, I didn't get No, but here's why. Here's why, okay? Here's why. The second game, I had this um, setting on my PS3 at the time where it wouldn't let me uh, have the, the dialogue in English, like the original audio, basically. So I had to sit through the entire game in really shitty Spanish dub. Oh, God. Uh, and it turned me off from it a lot. Like, I almost put the game down because I couldn't bear the crappy dub that I was getting back. It was bad, man. Our devs are really bad, let me tell you. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. That's why I kind of soared the experience. I, I, I can understand my, why you would not like it after that. My, my, I mean, my, my, my theory on, on why, why I say this, maybe one day I can confirm and see if I'm right, but my theory is that Infamous um, Second Son is probably a slight step back just because it's on a new platform and they're figuring out the hardware and all that kind of stuff. I, I, because, think, that, uh, I think that that's probably a big part of it is it, it feels... Um, story-wise as well, though. Like, I'm not going to spoil anything, but story-wise, it's... Like, I didn't play Infamous uh, Second Son for the story. I played it for uh, the pretty graphics because it's a very pretty game. Yes. And I like yeah. pretty things. Which, it, which is uh, a shame. Okay, if you played Infamous 2 and if you played it in a language that you could tolerate... Um, I actually thought the story was pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, I should go back to it and actually play it in English and redeem myself because God, God, it was bad. It is a it, you. You make a good point though, which is it's a very good looking game, and I feel like it was kind of an answer to Titanfall this month. You know, they, I, I feel like they mm-hmm. knew that Microsoft had a big, uh, heavy hitting title coming out, and so they needed to get something to. It, it kind of has the same thing that that Killzone had, where. It feels like they put a lot of like demo stuff in, like like Sony mandated, like make sure you use that touchpad on the controller. We got to show them how that works, 
in times where it isn't even really necessary or, or called for, um, you know, like you open gates and it would be just as easy to just push triangle or a matter of yeah. fact, I'm, I'm trying to think of what you use the triangle button for in that game and nothing comes to mind. I don't think it does anything. And mm-hmm. so that would that would be a good example of something where I think that I, it feels like they just mapped it to the uh, the touchpad. And uh, it's the same for like the the spray paint can stuff. It feels like they were just like show them show them the controller and how it has accelerometers in it, and um, you know you got to get all that get all that stuff used in there. So it, it's got a little bit of like tech demo feel to it almost, and I think that's maybe why it's a little bit smaller because it was more important that it get out the door than than anything else. Um, but like I said, I I've had a lot of fun with it. Um, I think that it's, uh, like I'm probably halfway through it and I, I would be more than happy to, you know, finish the other half. It's not a grind like, uh, some other games that I've played this year. So yeah, it's, it's a really good game. Um, the story in comparison to other games was weaker Mm. to be perfectly honest. Delson, I have a soft spot for Troy Baker, so I'm I'm not going (laughs) to even comment on that because I'll just praise him. Hey, he didn't pick your art. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, true. He didn't okay. pick your art. Ooh. I'm just, that's, wow. that's cold, uh, man. I, that's cold. I hate Troy Baker, damn it. I'm saying that that <laughs> asshole, Troy Baker. No, and I I, I love Troy Baker, I don't, too. I don't and know I, Troy Baker's the guy you want to mess with. For all the things that I don't like about Delson, the voice acting really isn't one of those things. Like, that doesn't really bug me all that much. But uh, there are just so many things about that character that bother me. Like, he's Native American, which does not bother me. That oh, is that's great. that's what he is. That, okay. That's great. I was wondering. because I, I thought I was it was great, there. yeah. Well, but does it, it doesn't really matter, though. Like, you, you see, you see like, I could, his... I, I, could, I could tell he was ethnic. I would look at the trailers, and I'm like, this guy is something. I just don't know what. You see his home once, and uh, and then, like, the only people that in you're in casino? contact with... In a casino. Oh, my God. Um <laughs> No, it's a it's a I, long I'm house. Sorry. It's a beautiful. I'm being really, I'm really, being really in, inappropriate tonight. We don't have a Native American on the podcast, so you can't talk like that. I, how do you? I'm black, so I might very well be part Native American. Okay, fine. They all, they all claim that they're part Native American. Oh my god, you're all Native American because your ancestors are <laughs> rapists. Get a get a history book. Actually, my dad's parents lived on a reservation, but. Okay, <laughs> so there we go. So Jason's Native American, so okay, now fine. we can make those jokes. You get it. That's All right. right. So anyway, um, what the hell was I saying? Oh, he, he. So I mean, no, no accent. He doesn't. He doesn't speak as though Troy. Troy Baker doesn't doesn't do a Native American inflection or anything. Well, like I don't. That. I don't see why that has to matter. Well, I see, mean, I'm and, just. And then you're getting on us. There's just no. There's no reminders. Like, everyone well, that you talk to, even even the elderly grandma who calls you, she just well, sounds. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why, why does it have to matter? Like, if it was a black guy, would you have to be reminded, like, well, would you no. have to eat chicken every 15 minutes? Be like, don't no, forget, but, I'm black. But why did it matter that he was even Native American if they're not going to use well, why it not? at all? Like, it, I don't, I don't know. Well, just, why do they have to use it? It, it just feels like it doesn't uh, It doesn't matter in the context. It feels well, like you, you start out at a longhouse and then you just have forget a spirit about animal? It. Is that what you're looking for? Yes, I wanted him to have a spirit animal. <laughs> If you're non-white, then you have to have a, a non-white use. All I'm saying is I'm halfway so, into this game and I haven't smoked peyote once. Well, <laughs> you can smoke peyote in your own time. You know? Maybe there's a mission to start a sweat lodge. Oh my god! Okay, we were getting way off. See, topic. and I guess that would probably upset me more if if they if they uh, you know maybe I'm impossible to please because if they included if they like. included more Native American stuff, maybe I would have said that was racist. Maybe so. if you were climbing on TPs, you would. Well, be you, can, you can you complain nonstop about the Native American stuff and be on two souls. 
That's because that's fucking and, retarded. And, and you didn't like Assassin's Creed 3. I, that, so, that I mean, is unrelated to its Native, Native American American. roots. Did you ever uh, think I see of what's that? going on okay, here. He, no, he see, loves cowboys, hates Native Americans. I see what's going see, on See, Beyond Two Souls, Beyond Two Souls has the exact opposite problem, where the first second you see a Native American, it's immediately followed up with, like, spiritual ancestors uh, doing, doing battle and, and stuff. And, <laughs> so, what, so what you're saying is don't use Native Americans, period. I guess what I'm saying is just never talk about it. Let's forget about that part of American history. And uh, let's just be done with it. That's my that's my manifesto. I'm publishing it tomorrow. No reparations or anything like that. Nope, nope. Just uh, just give them a boat and tell them to head on out. Maybe maybe uh, maybe somewhere else will be more friendly, like the Philippines. So maybe we should um, get off of the cultural insensitivity for a second and discuss more video games. I'd like to promote racial equality for just a moment. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're about here. Yeah, well, and you know what? I admire, um, I admire Second Son for uh, choosing an uncharacteristic character. Um, I just maybe. Although you know, you're disappointed that there wasn't like a spirit wolf companion or something. Well, I don't know that I would have had a white man play him. I, that feels a little less authentic. I guess. But. So what? What race would be perfect for Second Son? I mean, I, I just don't get why do you have this sweet gig for a Native American voice actor and then you don't hire a Native American. Like uh, Assassin's Creed Three found okay. somebody. See, that that that's a fair point, but that's not the point you made before. Well, the, yeah, because the point I made before had to be a little worse, so that we could ease into. <laughs> I, I had to oh, get I, I had to get my bad thoughts out of the way, so the good thoughts could come in, and you guys could side with me. All right, can can we talk about video games now? Let's talk, let's talk about Goat Simulator. Which yeah, let's talk about Goat Simulator. Did you guys notice how there aren't any minorities in Goat Simulator? Um, I did notice that, but I don't know that I mind. Hey, man, you, you can turn your goat uh, black and white, so there you go. That's, that's mm-hmm. not white quality. Tech, really? Yeah, you can. You can. You can. There, there, the part sure. of the goat simulator fun is the mutators and turning your goat into different stuff. Name, so if, if name you stand still, goat can turn into. So if you stand still, you so become so an so angelic goat? You can, yeah, you can become an angelic goat. You can become a double goat. You can become the goat born, which is like dragon born. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you can become be- a, a weird, tall, skinny goat. Yeah, you it's can called have a, 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 a tall, skinny goat. It's called a tall goat, and you can get a flying goat. I haven't yes. done. Wait. I haven't done any of this. You can. You can actually merge your goat, or is it like one of the million glitches that he decided to leave in? No, no. This is. They're called mutators. You just unlock oh, okay, them. Okay. In- I, those are- <laughs> I, I have the demon goat. I, I successfully did that. Um, that one is the easiest one, though. It's the easiest one. It's also the glitchiest one. The yeah. demon. Oh yeah, I noticed that my jumps were really weird after I became the demon goat. You know what really bothered me about Goat Simulator is that there's an achievement for crashing the game, and I crashed the game four times, and I still haven't gotten it. Maybe they're lying to you. <laughs> Maybe they are. I I, pr- I think uh, so. Actually, really really quick, I'm just curious. Do you guys know how much time you have logged in uh, in Goat Simulator? I have. I'll tell you right now. I I know it's over. I know it's uh. Not good. Seven hours. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You really do? I have had to review the stupid thing. Oh, man. I only have so two wait, hours. How many hours do you have logged on? Seven hours. I have. Were they the hours. best seven hours of your life or what? That's that's an important uh, question here. I'll say the first five hours were really good, but then after that it gets old. Um, I, I have 30 minutes logged in Goat Simulator. And that is the perfect amount of Goat Simulator. Like that I, was... I can I can play much more Goat Simulator. You know what it reminds me of? What? What could it possibly remind you? There's <laughs> it reminds me of Tony Hawk. 
Yeah, actually, I can really see why you would say that. Wait, can you skateboard in this game? Um, no, you can't, you can't skateboard without running around, destroying the environment, and getting a high score. No, but you can actually do. Uh, there's a half pipe, and you can ragdoll on it. Oh yeah, there is a half pipe. Skateboard, yeah. So you can do pan goat goat board. I guess would be the. Yeah, yeah. Let me go board. buy this right now. Actually, I. Can't <laughs> I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. I, I I like it quite a bit. I mean, I don't. It's not a bad game. I just I I don't know. It, it's kind of a small map. They're they're actually. To the developer's credit, they're doing a lot of cool stuff as far as uh, long-term support goes. So, like, I don't know if you guys saw, but it's getting a patch in May with a new, an entirely new map and uh, uh, multiplayer, actually. And that's what's going to keep me coming back. And then they, uh, you know, they seem serious about their player support as well. So hopefully we'll get some user-generated content that's worth we, doing. We actually, I think it has more user-generated content than Shadowrun did a month after release. So. Yeah, that's, that's probably true. Probably also has better support. I'm not even kidding. Shadowrun. I'm, I know you're not kidding. I'm not kidding either. I haven't, uh, even, I haven't even looked into the user content. Screaming goats, half goats, but see, but Goatzilla. See, you want to talk about to the developer's credit, not only did I play Goat Simulator, it made me go out and buy one of their other games uh, that I probably wouldn't have batted an eye at before. Well, it's Coffee Stain Studios. What, what was their other game? I, I don't even know. They did uh, Sanctum and Sanctum 2, which oh, are basically yeah. the you know, first-person shooter tower defense games. And those are addictive as hell, too, I've been finding out. Yeah, I actually have more logged into Sanctum 2 than I do Goat Simulator. I think that might actually be seven hours. Oh, I did boy. not think I would like it that much. So if you can, you know, if you can make an addictive game like that, and if you can keep making them, then more power to you. These guys must be screaming inside that the only way they were able to get people to notice their real games is by making a game where you flop around as a ragdoll goat. No, 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 I don't know how that feels. I, I think that I think that they're probably just fine with it because uh, it's <laughs> oh, going to let them. I think oh, it's yeah. selling well. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's as well. as they rest oh so gently on their m- pillow of money uh, <laughs> at night. Um, I mean, they, they can almost rub hundreds on the wounds. They've they've done well enough that they can now they can go make the whatever artsy fartsy uh, you know. Uh, deep, you know, deep you intellectual know, working, game. interesting game that they want. You're actually th- thinking of three. thinking of pretty. I, I do have to comment. It's a astoundingly good looking game. It is. For, for yeah, what I'm it looking is. at the screenshots now, and I'm wow. I mean, it's beautiful. The, there's, I need this game in my life. There's a lot of craftsmanship to it. Look at the grass, man. I'm wow. Yeah. Out of out of. Oh, by the way, uh, there's a. Uh, Flappy Bird Simulator inside of Gold Simulator. Or, or is oh. it is it the developer's house that you go into? Yeah, it's the developer's house. Yeah, I went to I went to the developer's house and then I did what you're supposed to, which is just fuck everything up. Yeah, but if you go upstairs, there's a TV that's on that's running uh, Flappy Goat or whatever it's called, <laughs> and uh, you just you just walk up to it and press R and you'll basically start playing the game. I don't know how you did, Lucio, but I, I found it incredibly difficult. It's definitely more difficult than actual Flappy Bird. There's an achievement for getting right, ten right. pipes or whatever, for getting through ten uh, sets. And I, 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 I couldn't even I, do like two. I think I got to three at the most. Yeah, and I, I eventually just said fuck that and wandered off. And then you know I full throw that the whole house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so so Lucio, can you take a guess at what I have to do right away each time I start a level in Goat Simulator? There's there's, there's one station. Yes. <laughs> Blow up the gas station. I had to get that Michael Bay score. Oh yeah. Well, I one of the what times I crashed the game, I started summoning goats and I put them all on top of the gas station and then I blew up the gas station and I crashed the game. See, here's the thing. One one time I um had gotten the goat born power and I gotten the queen goat 
and I was going around just shouting everything apart, but I had dropped so many goats on the level that I think I slowed the game down to like one frame per second. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> you, you, guys, you guys aren't going to believe this, but one time I was the goat and I tethered myself to something and I flew up really high in the air. Okay, well, that's good too. Um, like really well, one high. One time I would go and then I stood there. Yeah, I didn't know that standing... What, what do you get when you become the angel goat? What happens then? You jump really high. That's it? What do you mean that's it? That's an awesome power, man. No, I mean, that sounds <laughs> That sounds good. That sounds, how long do I have to stand there? Like a couple of minutes. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I'll give yeah, that a this, try. This is what you do. You start, up, you start up the game, you go make yourself a drink, and when you come back, you will be angelic. That's it. Oh, okay, perfect. Well, and this is a great... By the way, if you, if you are uh, hitting the bottle, this is a fabulous game to do it to. <laughs> um, because I, I can't think of anything more hilarious than like a fifth of whiskey and goat simulator. Oh yeah, I was not gonna play this game sober. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Do I don't. That. I don't think it's meant to be played sober. I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Yeah, why are you sober? Yeah, especially because you're in New York, so you can get smack and crack and uh, the other ones. Yeah, um, other ones. What is, what's don't in drink the... alcohol, kids. <laughs> in which case you're excused I don't know we're we're probably a hit with the young little kids that's that seems to be <laughs> oh, I bet. that would be just our luck that this is the podcast of choice for like minecraft fans you know they <laughs> they they close down their YouTube videos of minecraft and flip on over to our site and just you know I'm trying to think of what else I feel like there was something else that i I, th- I think for our our month long hiatus or however it was no one's been around. Yeah, that's the kicker is we, we've been away for a couple of weeks and uh, nothing really happened. Um, at least it doesn't it doesn't feel like anything that large I'm, I'm happened. I'm sure stuff happened. It's just okay. attention. We all how, about, how about Pax, Bathroom Gate? Now, what is... What was, well, what I, I, haven't, I haven't actually heard of Bathroom Gate. I know that Pax can't go a, a single session without some kind of controversy. So what, what could it be today? It was just that a bunch of women's bathrooms had to be converted to men's bathrooms and everybody flip their shit oh because because of the attendance ratio i believe so i mean i, I well whatever <laughs> that doesn't even seem worth batting an eye at if you have an attendance of more you know than the other then you start converting bathrooms no but right. you see the problem is if this had happened at any other conference it would not be an issue but because yeah. because it is the penny arcade conference uh, there's, there's, it, it's always going to be, you know, in the, it's something that people are looking out for and an excuse I, to, I mean, I guess, I guess I can imagine I've been, I've been to enough, you know, conventions. I think, I think, you know, anime and, uh, sci- sci-fi and comic books, whatever, all that stuff, I guess is more kind of a uh, co-ed, but video games, I can't really imagine has, is dominated by any kind of a female attendance. I mean, I it's like, it's just, good and we should encourage females to get into gaming, but at the same well, I'm, time, I'm just, it's like... I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not saying it no, as, I know what, I know like, what a misogynistic saying, pig. You no, know, I know. I'm, 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 you're just, you're just flatly saying more men yeah. play games, so why wouldn't we need to possibly convert some bathrooms to line up with the attendance rate? I, and, and, right. I would comment that, you know, the, the, uh, the numbers have definitely gone up over time. Like, I feel like it's something that... Uh, you know, whatever whatever ratio of women they had at PAX this year, I'll bet you if you look at it compared to like two years ago, it's probably, well, maybe not for PAX because they keep offending yeah. everyone. Um, but <laughs> you know, for for uh, another convention, I'm I'm sure that those numbers kind of rise and rise and rise because I feel like it's just more socially acceptable in general to 
uh, to enjoy video games and to. Um, I think it's I think it's more socially acceptable in, g- in general. But I think you know after you look after you after you break it down, right? The 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 thing about video game conventions that's slightly different from some of the other conventions is that they're ma- mostly slanted towards industry, and I think that's becoming less the case over the years. Um, and the industry has been male dominated, I think. Uh, and you know that's that's definitely changing, but that doesn't change right in the moment. <laughs> What's going on right now? Sure, right sure. It's it's surely improving though, and that's yeah, it's very good. I think the past few cons that I've been to have been pretty close to fifty fifty. So let me. Well, that's, well, that's different. That's not video games though, because I can I can say, say that I've been to you know a ton of uh, comic conventions, whatever uh, for Chuck Ortha and whatever and working class time or whatever all else. Um, and I could say those are definitely 50-50, and, you know, the split might even be more towards women, depending on what the convention is. But I think, you know, just by industry. Well, right. Actually, this was something that was brought up, was that there was a convention held either at that center or at another center before that was more female-dominated. And for that one, they, I do believe they switched a lot of the male bathrooms to female bathrooms for the duration right. of that. But it didn't make a big stink until they did it the other it, way it, around. It, or did it. Or, or did it. I don't know. We're, we're talking about bathrooms. I know. It's serious business. Tons. What about Tomodachi life? Oh, shit. I really wanted to talk about this. Who? Just show of hands. Who? I mean, you can't show me your hands, but who, who, watched, who watched the Tomodachi life Nintendo Direct? I definitely watched the video before I had to run out the house, and I told you good luck with the article. Okay. I did. You watched I, it? I watched it. I watched it. Did you catch it, Jason? I uh, I don't go to the site. What, well, it's, it's it's not it was, even our yeah, site. It's, even on the site, it was on the IRC channel. I uh, I don't go to the IRC. It's Nintendo. I don't go to Nintendo it's Direct. Just, I don't go to Nintendo.com. What what about you, Felly? Did you see this? Do you follow Nintendo? <laughs> I stuff at I all? did not. I never. Okay, I had a Super Nintendo and a Nintendo sixty four and oh, uh, I mean, a Game Boy, and that's that's as far as my. Well, Nintendo let me let me tell you, it's a good thing too because if you got the Wii. All you were in for was Ninja Bread Man, and what was this other fucking thing? Some Elvis something or the other? I forgot the name of it. <laughs> it just looked good. Um, it's not look good. I mean, it doesn't look good, but that's why I sent it to you. But uh, so Tomodachi Life is a game that's coming out. It's being localized here in America for the 3DS. Uh, and it is a game where basically you take your me character that you've created in, in your, uh, you know, to look like you, and you import that into the game. And then think of it kind of like a very light version of The Sims, where the character uh, walks around and, and lives his uh, his own special life. And then you can also create or import other me's, uh, including like your friends via Street Pass. And you could find like special Nintendo character me's and stuff like that. Um, and the way that they announced all this, this porting of this particularly Japanese game, is probably with the most Japanese video that they could have possibly created for it. And I really, I don't even know why I suggested we talk about it, because I don't even know what to say. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, good job. It's so, well, I need to watch it now. You, you made you it sound to... really necessary to watch. It, it, well, I, I guess, so, uh, um, you know, just a, an idea on... Uh, an idea of what's in store for you uh, would include like what's uh, Iwata is uh, present, and he mm-hmm. can he confesses his love to some Nintendo character. Who was it? Was it? Uh, I think it was Peach. 
Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Princess Peach who he confesses his love. Matter of fact, wasn't it Zelda? Uh, no, because that happens too. Uh, I think that he gets. Too, but it wasn't him. It was somebody else. I think he gets okay. rejected by both, doesn't he? Either way, no, 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 no. no. Oh, There's two, two different people. Two, two different people propose to two different Nintendo characters. Um, I don't know who the second one is. What else? Yawara was Peach, and the other person, I'm not sure who it was. Uh, a bunch of Nintendo execs. Uh, the, point, the point is, Peach and Zelda are heartbreakers. Uh, a bunch of Nintendo execs, uh, they, they, they circle around a virtual boy and praise and worship it. Uh, that happens in the video. Um, Why wouldn't you? Also, you? you also get Yawara's uh, me in a bathtub. So there's that. Oh yeah, yeah. He sings. Yeah. He sings. In, I, I've just. It's. It's bizarre. Sounds um, like some ritualistic shit. What the it's, fuck? Uh, it's. It's very, <laughs> very strange. Well, that's how, that's how they come what up. What is with happening, Nintendo? We cap America. Do you get to jump in the tub with Iwata and slap his tits? That 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 that's how they really? decide it's going to be announced for Smash Brothers. Yeah. Mm. Um. And I mean, it's just it's the context of. It's all Nintendo execs, you know. It's high-level Nintendo execs that are. But that's uh, because they're me's going around doing this. So it's not them. Go ahead. Did we? So I guess we didn't get a chance to talk about Barrel at Sea. Let, let's do that because that might actually. So <laughs> yes. what is? I, I'm guessing you finished uh, episode two. Unfortunately, uh, yes. And so you say that is that what? What makes you? Uh, what makes you say it like that? I guess would be my question. Okay. Wait. First of all, have all of you finished Barrel at Sea? Like. Are you? Well, are you? Well, are you, you going to bother? J- Jason's not going to play it, and I don't care about spoilers, so it's okay. So, and I finished it's, it. So go ahead. Okay, we'll put a, we'll put a warning on this. Let's let's just talk about it. Let's let's do a deep dive. Okay, my talking about is is practically like sitting sitting in the corner and crawling on it and crying a lot. So that's that's kind of as, as far as my conversation about this game goes. But no, it was it fucked me up. So, so what, it was like what, Mass Effect ending type of fuck me up. That's how, what actually how happened. Because I, I I took the first piece of news I can scrounge from the internet and I ran back to it with the RAC and I just spoiled it for everyone. Did did what I spoil actually happen? Or? No, no, no. All right. Um, it it can it can be summed up pretty easily. So everybody is in this chapter. Uh, after Elizabeth, because uh, they believe that she can provide them with. Now, for some reason, I'm forgetting the name. What is the what is like the MacGuffin name that they came up for? Ace in the hole. Ace in the hole. Ace in the hole. Yeah. So everybody's after you to get the ace in the hole, and you can you can find a couple of uh, encoded notes that kind of give so they're you. After the, they're after the ace in Elizabeth's hole. Oh my God! No. <laughs> don't don't do that to don't. Elizabeth. She's very important to me. Don't. She loves Elizabeth. Be nice. <laughs> It's Suchon's hole, so there you go. Well, and so, uh, so yeah, so everybody's after her for this for this ace in the hole, which, uh, as it winds up being in the end, turns out to be a phrase, uh, mm-hmm. a written phrase, which uh, we've all heard before, which would be "Would you kindly?" And I mean, the the long and short is, uh, you know, she goes to these great lengths to rescue this uh, little sister uh, that you were looking for in part one of the game, and uh, it. it it does not go well uh, for anybody, and it does not go well for anybody. It's a right little, little bit of an understatement, and I think I, I, it's been it's been a couple weeks now, so I'm I'm having trouble remembering exactly. But I believe, if I'm remembering right, uh, after after you turn over the so basically you you give the ace in the hole to to Atlas. Yeah, you you cause the events of the first Bioshock. Yeah, basically. yeah. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you you set that whole thing up, uh, and then and then you promptly get beaten to death. Yeah, oh, nice. destroyed with a wrench. <laughs> with a wrench. Oh, multiple times. Awesome. Yes. Wow. 
That's yeah. touching. Yeah, it was really. It, I can see why it made you cry. It was a feel no, good. No, it was very anticlimactic because, like, you know, you 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 played Bioshock Infinite. I assume you guys have played it. Uh huh. Yeah. Maybe not, but you okay through the entirety of the game. Elizabeth is not a happy character. Like all of this shit is just constantly happening to her, and her life is a living hell from start to finish. And she gets like tiny little joys from Booker or whatever. But at the end of the day, she she didn't live um, a happy life. Right. So when you look forward to the DLC, you think, okay, maybe you know she she'll go to Paris and be happy and finally get her shit together, or whatever. And she momentarily does for like the beginning of the DLC, only to get like actually. 100% killed and not even coming back at the end of the DLC. Right. Like, they killed the main character at the end of the DLC, which I thought was complete bullshit. And I was and sad. I can, I can see how it's a bit of a letdown. And uh, not only that, but there was this one part where she's talking about how much, like, she misses Booker because he was her only friend. Or, like, at least that oh, got yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, that no. That, that oh, man, that's, that's messed up. That's, and, that is uh, pretty messed up. If Booker's your only friend. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a bad place to be in. Basically, everybody you love dies. It's like a Game of Thrones kind of thing. Uh, I, I mean, and the thing is, is on top of it, it's just not a great... I mean, you know, I wrote the review for it, so that's all out there. But it's it's just it's just not very good uh, in the sense of... I don't know how you guys felt about it, but it's, a, it's another example of a game that is not a stealth game, but decides to just, like, become a stealth game. And I don't think those ever go well. Like, they, they couldn't even... I love Bioshock to death, but the reasons that I love it are are almost everything but the gameplay. And so, like, yeah. you, you couldn't even really nail down and make a first-person shooter that felt really good. So what makes you think that you can make a stealth game? Uh, well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll still defend the Bioshock gameplay just because it's, it's really... But it, this goes into your point about the stealth. The, the Bioshock gameplay, I liked it only because it was great for blowing shit up and being loud. And Well, and, and you know what? To its credit, to the stealth gameplay's credit, it really made me feel a lot differently about Bioshock's main gameplay avenues because I was missing them. I was like, God, you know, I really wish I could just run in and blow everything up. And, like, it drove me nuts how uh, Elizabeth's pistol is, like, six shots to take someone down, whereas Booker's is two um, you know, it's the same friggin' gun. I don't you see that doesn't make any sense. But DLC should be the opposite. It should be like Last of Us or it should be like Skyrim where it gives you new fun gameplay that wasn't in the original. It see, Last be. Last of Us is a great example of, of good DLC. Yeah, um the the I totally agree. You know, it didn't it, it added to the main narrative, but it, it also at the same time didn't really change it all that much, I guess you could say. Um and uh, I, I don't know. Left Left Behind was really well done. And I, I don't. I don't think that I'd say Burial at Sea is is that bad. I think you're if you're a, a Bioshock fan, it's probably uh, you know re- required uh, to take a look at it. But I liked I liked playing Part One a lot more than I liked playing Part Two, which is a bummer because there ain't a lot to, of nice stuff to say about Part One. Uh, I thought uh, part two was a lot more uh, story heavy than yes. part one and longer. I and don't get me wrong; I loved the like both DLCs put together. It's not that I hated it or anything. I, I love irrational games or what's left of it, and I love the games and the DLC. It was great. It was like it was good. It just it left me feeling like the ending of Mass Effect three, and that's bad. Well, there's something <laughs> to be said. There, there's something to be said about being so invested in something that the ending gets to you that way. So yeah, I well, guess that's. Good. 
they had that power over me. So I, I don't know that the Mass Effect comparison to me is all that fair because I mean, getting brained by Atlas was at least something that was kind of set up. Whereas Mass Effect is like, okay, space baby now, and uh, you know, it, it's a little bit more of a betrayal. Uh, yeah, no, I meant it more in like in the sense that I was left really sad and empty. You're just kind of <laughs> kind of right, bummed out, right. yeah. <laughs> doesn't really compare now but it, it was it was yeah it was a sad ending i i, I would have preferred a different ending for boreal let's say mm-hmm. one of the things that was strange to me about birdless in part two is that a lot of the changes that they made were more to make it closer to a shooter like for example you for for once they give you more than two guns and then they completely ignore them they just don't use them Oh yeah, you find that one gun that makes everybody blow up, and then I never yeah. found ammo for it again. Exactly, you you get only oh, one yeah. shot with it, and that's it. And then you know they give you like six guns, but then the game plays pretty much all stealth. Because you know, usually when I find like an item like that, I, I like save it because I'm like, oh, this is special. Like I, I'm the kind of guy who finishes an RPG and has like you know 500 elixirs in his bag because he never wanted to use them, and he was always worried that like the next time would be the one that he needed them. And so, like, I've been living more vicariously in my games. And so in Burial at Sea, I find this blow people up gun. And I'm like, yeah, let's use it. And, uh, God, it sure would have been handy later. Uh, but I, <laughs> you, they don't really tell you. But as soon as you use it all, that's it. Like, you, if, yeah. if you can find more, I don't know where. I don't recall seeing any more ammo. Uh, even the plasmids, some of them are combat-oriented. But they, they just the gameplay just doesn't really want you to use them. He wants you to sneak around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just, just it, it just felt strange in that way to me. Yeah, it's yeah. um, it, I, yeah. I just don't think it was it, the right. I, I don't think it, it was the right way to irrational. execute it. I don't think that Elizabeth. Um, Thank you. Someone someone spotted that. Oh. No, I spotted it. <laughs> I get it. I just I, I felt like they made Elizabeth like deliberately weak, and she was never a character that really struck me as needing that you know what i mean well, if like, it, i mean if anything it seems like that because that was my comment if anything it seems like it should be the opposite that, yeah exactly you know, i i felt i felt like they, a god now i so. felt like they really dumbed her down and kind of made it like oh she's so frail and this gun is only is going to take at least nine shots to kill someone and, that, and, that's, and that's pretty unfair because she's fucking invincible in the main game which i know is for gameplay reasons but you know you got to compare Consider she can also rip apart reality. Well, so I was expecting to go into this and be like, you know, fucking devil witch and like blow everything up and, you know, yeah, uh, have a have yeah, a. Yeah, I thought you, time. you were going to be able to uh, still use tears, you know. stuff like that. Or, you know, I mean, they could have really easily repurposed her powers or what have you to make her, you know, if they're really that worried that people are going to be like, why isn't she weak? They could have explained it away really easily. But I mean, the whole, the whole thing about infinite infinite was everyone was terrified of her because of her power yeah yeah well in this she's not very terrifying um she just needs not, to be not, sneaky not only that but i think that to make a week they ended up making a narrative that was more complicated than to just keep her super powerful i guess it explains why she was so easily beaten to death with a wrench there you go yeah. Kudos. Good job. I admire that they tried something new, and I know that they probably didn't realize this was going to be their last game period ever. But it was it was just it's not the best note for Irrational to go out on. It it was disappointing in that regard. I still think that if you liked Infinite, you should play it. 
Um, I think that there's a lot of fun stuff to see in the DLC that fills in other story stuff, like watching uh, the people from uh, Columbia. Like, uh, is it Fink? I think you go into Fink's lab, and he's talking mm-hmm. about oh, pla- yeah. he's talking about plasmids and how ridiculous they are, and and how the injecting them into your your body is nonsense. And but see, that's that's if you're super into the world. Like, I I, I loved Bioshock Infinite. I really did, but I. I'm not that super into See, but the I, Bioshock series overall. But I am super into that world because I think that the world is the best part of Bioshock. I don't I don't think the characters running around in Bioshock are nearly as interesting as the places where they're wandering around. Um, which is which is fair, yeah. And I think uh, I think that's that could be said of all the games in the series, and I think that's what'll stand the test of time. Like when you think of Bioshock five years from now, when you think of Bioshock right now, you, someone's gonna say, Oh, the underwater game, you know, the the underwater city game. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be like, oh, the game with Jack. Remember uh, that when Infinite was announced, it was a huge shitstorm because it was in Rupture. Yeah, but anyway, I I think that, like I said, if you're a fan of the series, you should play it, and you probably already did. Is the kicker uh, because you know you probably purchased the season pass just like we did forever and ever ago, and uh, yeah, it's just it it could have been better. It could have been an opportunity to improve Infinite. And I feel like it was really just more infinite and then some that was not even as good as infinite. So that was a bummer. But to see the story wrap up was nice. Um, uh, you know, I somehow. Yeah, it was it was it was good enough. I, I enjoyed it. But uh, but if you if you didn't, I think the, the thing that I wrote in the review and I think the, the important takeaway is if you're the if you're a person who doesn't like Bioshock, uh, Burial at Sea is not going to be anything that changes your mind. Um, right, just like if you're a person that doesn't like cola, you shouldn't buy a Pepsi. I, maybe I don't. Cheer. Is Pepsi good? I haven't had a Pepsi. You've never had Pepsi. I'm just kidding. That was. That was oh, what's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you, man? That was, that was a pretty edgy joke there. That was a Pepsi joke. Did you guys like it? Yeah, I like. <laughs> I knew you guys liked out. my Pepsi joke. All right, it's, it's probably no, a good joke it. to end this on. See, this is, is going to be like the most. This, well, the good by news the time is, you finish editing this podcast, it's going to be fifteen minutes long. The good news is, is since I'm going to edit it, I can make myself the the star of the show. So this will be the Pepsi podcast with Jared. <laughs> Jared. And once again, once again, we give another, away another endorsement that we're not being paid for. Yes, Pepsi, the drink of choice for uh, what, like the all the restaurants that Pepsi owns. So Pepsi throwback uses real cane sugar. Yeah, yeah. buy some today. All right. Well, I think that um, I think that probably is is everything, right? Is that anybody else got something that they want to mention or not at this point? Where I, I I think that's it. But let's plug Belly one more time, our, our wonderful guests for putting up with our bullshit. Yeah. Yep. But, oh, so man, so you should check out Belly's Tumblr. Very talented artist. No, don't don't. Oh, no no no. I'm sorry. Don't do that. She might also have a live journal from when she was 14 or something. I actually never had a live journal stage. I'm oh, proud yeah. of that one. Look well, for something. Definitely a dodge. Yeah. But I had a Naruto face, so whatever. I can really say shit. Just just type her name into Google and go to like page 10 to really find like the stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, cool. stuff people don't want you to see. Like this podcast, which will no doubt be on page 10. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm gonna strange... I'm gonna make a comment about it and then I'm just gonna post a lot of stuff just to like bring it back. Right, you just, just like push it as far down as you can. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, hey guys, check out this podcast that I was on. Oh, and look at these ten <laughs> links I found that are also very good. 
<laughs> nah, it was. Thank you for having me, though. Seriously. Uh, if you if you enjoyed what you heard today, uh, you know, go check us out at enemyslime.com. We got everything. We got news. We got reviews. You can follow us on, uh, you know, social networks. If you oh, if and you we have ever... a new feature, Terrible Tuesdays. Yes, we do. Which uh, are, is there one coming up this Tuesday? Can the people well, count on that? Bit- it's going to be about Goat Simulator, but uh, oh, okay. it's coming up. Okay, yeah. so it won't be it won't be about Ninja Bread Man. Not not yet, but you'll get that. So. Okay, all right. I'm looking forward to it. So you know, come back, check that out. We do the podcast every Wednesday, even though it's been a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna bring it back just as just as good as always. So, uh, and and thank you to anybody who hassled me about not having a podcast. Um, that that's always nice too. It's nice to be hassled. You're um, welcome. Yeah, you too. <laughs> um. So if you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, you can follow us at The Enemy Slime. Uh, We are on both those services. Uh, You can also check out our live journal. And uh, All right. Well, then if that's it, then we are out. There you go.